0: We prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream.
1: Welcome to episode forty-eight of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast, a very excited Sasquatch sitting here with comrade Tommy, yes, and Justin the J Bone. Hello, it's a been a big week. We've already re-recorded one podcast, mm-hmm. and it's time for the main event.
2: Oh yeah,
1: we're going to the ionosphere. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. So, before we get to the main event, we gotta do some shit. So, what's that? It's time for Comrade's Corner. Oh.
3: Like he was surprised.
2: (laughs) I was so surprised. Welcome to Comrade's Corner? Am I a comrade? It's kinda of confusing after this week. I feel like my whole life is a lie. I mean <laughs> I support the president. I refuse to believe the obvious evidence in front of me about his dealings with the motherland. I'm smoking hot. This alone should be surecase that I'm a Russian bot. I just I just don't know what to think. For now, I'll continue to call myself a comrade. It's all I know. But I have this suspicion I was lied to. Time will tell. Anyway, this thing happened. A boy made a list of all the girls in his school. Then he had the gall to rank them by their looks. How appalling! Then this escalated to the tippy-top of the highest mountain of leftist-manufactured outrage. It was rich. These girls complained and compared this list to sexual harassment. Can we just take a moment and reflect? This is exactly how Facebook started. Like, you could almost call it plagiarism from the screenplay. Yet, today, it's appalling. They're called all the students into a room, and for over two hours, the girls usually targeting the boy who made the list, explained their past history with sexual assault and harassment, then explained how the list made them feel. The boy stood there and took it. Now, back to reality for a second. Was this a classy move? No. Was it childish? Yes. Was it also done by children? Yes. Yes. Does the boy deserve to be berated by every girl in school because he had the audacity to rate women by their attractiveness? No. Does this warrant a profile article on the New York Times? No. But not surprised. This is ridiculous. And honestly, the guy was more abused than the girls were. Guess what, ladies, and gentlemen for that matter. Not everyone's going to find you attractive. And some might even tell you so. Get over it. You'll live. Just another example of manufactured outrage doing more damage than good, just not to the poor snowflakes. Next up, the Special Olympics. I'm sure you've heard that Trump and and Betsy DeVoe are cutting the funding to the Special Olympics. $12 last I heard. That sucks, right? Well, lucky for you, the... Comrade? Is here to explain why this is a great thing, and a wonderful step in the right direction... First off, consistency is apparently the most important thing in politics. No room for growth or changing your mind here, folks. You're supposed to be a rock, I'm told. In the essence of consistency, let's talk about Planned Parenthood. I personally don't have much of a take on abortion. That's a conversation for another day. Or episode 11 of Orphans in the American Dream podcast on Orphansofamericandream.com, if you're keeping track. But Planned Parenthood, on the other hand, I have plenty of issues. They're a non-profit. They receive taxpayer dollars. And that's the issue we're going to stick on here. They shouldn't get money from the government. They make plenty of donations, and if the government did quit, they would get more donations. Truthfully, the same goes for the Special Olympics. It's a non-profit. It runs on donations. The government should not be involved in any way. Yet they are. This is a no-go in my books, folks. But it goes deeper than that. The Special Olympics profits $148 million a year. Oh, earlier. Mistake. Typo, if you will. I wrote $12 billion. It was 12000000 million. They're cutting. They make $148 million a year. Trump's taking $12 million of it. This is a smart cut. This is a wise cut. And it's a doable cut. So stop letting people pull on your heartstrings. The Special Olympics will do just fine without us, and again, they'll probably get more donations if we're being honest. It will be fine. No one is ever happy about getting government, getting funding cut. But it's going to happen a lot over the next six years, as Trump reigns in this out-of-control government spending. And thank God he's sitting where he is. Otherwise, we'd get more BS promises with no follow-through. Luckily, that's not the Don style. Lucky us. And that's Comrades Corner.
3: No joke, I was gonna freak out if it was actually twelve billion dollars. No, it was <laughs> Dude, 12 I was billion. like, "What?" Yeah, no, I, that doesn't make any sense I whatsoever. Must
2: have, I must have spelled that wrong, and then the uh, spell check because I can't spell to save my life, as some of you have probably noticed. Um. I sure have. <laughs> uh, I must have just changed it to a B. But anyways, yeah. The thoughts yeah. are all that matter, though. Right? It's twelve. I can, I can fix end. your spelling.
3: I mean, I will say that the B and the M are fairly close to each other on the keyboard.
2: Oh, they really are. You oh. had to look. I, <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Where There's
3: the an N between them, right? I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. I had yeah. to
1: look at mine because Apple. The keyboard's wait! Wait! Wait a minute! Wait, wait a, a minute! minute. <laughs>
3: Tell me, it, it it can't be different. Well, I didn't know. They, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me, honestly. It's like, okay, we're gonna send you this <laughs> keyboard, but if you want a regular one, we can we can sell you one. <laughs> you guys,
2: hold on. We just, you know what? You guys almost made me lose my shit during my opening. you <laughs> because... <laughs> we
3: were dying. I didn't know what you were gonna freaking read. We just knew that you needed sad violin music. <laughs> we had no idea what it was for.
1: I'm over here covering my face to not laugh. And we're trying to cut the music cuz he was done with it. You're not even looking. Uh, i was having a hard time controlling myself. Oh goodness. Yeah. So you're questioning
2: your heritage. I I mean, I remember vividly drinking lots of vodka and standing on street corners with AKs and rocket launchers and I mean, I don't know. I, maybe it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about these street corners. Well it's a whore. there's the dicks are much bigger over there. Oh I forgot to make coffee before this episode. The money's not as well. You gotta suck three times as many dicks to buy a sandwich. You wanted to hear about the corners, that's what you asked. I didn't ask him. <laughs> did. I believe he did. <laughs> not to me. I got nothing else. I it's a, a long, cold winter. <laughs> <I'm not laughs>
3: it's always winter, isn't it? Vladimir, <laughs> isn't it just always Vladimir, Vladimir
2: threatened once again to send me to the gulag. Maybe that's why I was so angry. It's always cold. I don't think it's always cold.
3: I don't know. I don't go to Russia. Siberia, my only I try to stay cold. away
2: i forgot the we just, I wasn't g- how many times are we gonna bring that song up? we just, up we just like let that music play throughout the entire episode <laughs> no we have way too many happy things to talk about oh that's <laughs> true oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, i mean as oh, you've yeah. probably
3: heard on well i mean if you've listened to it yet yeah, it was just released today well wednesday because this will be friday yeah true way. We we're really excited lots of stuff one of these
1: days we're gonna go live someday someday it's not today. It is not, not today. Tomorrow's today. not looking good either. No. Well, we don't want to record 3 in a week. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying. It's I, not, I, not it's like, like we're getting statement. paid yet.
3: <laughs> no, we but, make literally no money off of this.
2: As much as I love this, we got a lot of shit to cover. Who what is what is this?
3: But I do have um some other some other happy news. Yeah, what well, is so your happy start news? Start off the that happy train here. Uh, creepy porn lawyer.
2: (laughs) Ah, that's a bad (laughs) one. Uh,
3: creepy porn lawyer, Michael Avenatti, a high profile attorney and critic of President Trump. Ah, don't even need to explain who he is. But he was arrested in New York on Monday and charged in what prosecutors called a brazen bid to extort millions of dollars from Nike by threatening to damage the company's image. Simultaneously... Federal prosecutors in Los Angeles filed separate charges against him for wire fraud and bank fraud, alleging that he took a client's settlement money and used it to cover costs related to his coffee shop business and other personal expenses. He's also accused of concealing from the client where the money was. FBI officials said Avenatti was arrested in Manhattan on Monday as he arrived at the offices of Boies Schiller, the law firm re- representing Nike. He had gone there for a meeting about his demands, officials said. Monday evening, a federal magistrate judge in New York ordered Evanati released on $300,000 bond.
1: Couldn't have happened to a nicer fucking guy. Yeah. That'll be Rods. He probably won't. But, you know, one, one can uh, He He's scared to go to prison. He said that yeah
2: well so there's 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 another person who's involved in these lawsuits with well just wait give me give me a moment i'm giving I, I i just pulled it up stormy
1: daniels has mm-hmm. waited on this <laughs> she released a statement knowing what i know now about michael avenatti i am saddened but not shocked by the news reports that he has been criminally charged today I made the decision more than a month ago to terminate Michael's services after discovering discovering that he had had dealt with me extremely dishonestly, and there will be more announcements to come. I ask that the media respect my decision to withhold further public comment regarding Mr. Avenatti at this time. So she has more to say?
3: Yeah, apparently. Oh, I not didn't hear surprised. That. Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> no one's surprised. That is actually not what I was talking
2: about.
1: Um. Oh my God! She tweeted after that. God. Well, I mean, she has a porn star, so. So the, well, the only farm animal I've fucked is the pig in the White House. Thank you very much, and cl- and you clearly care enough about what I say to open Twitter, go to my page, and read my post and type a response. Wow, you're that's not very nice to say. Hmm. Well, she's not really a nice
2: person. I know. But, she sucks dick for a living. But let's be real; like but there are plenty of probably really nice. Creepy. Though. The fucking Avenatti is only one of the people that are involved in these. Uh, in the fraud case in L.A., Mark Garegoss, Ger- sure. who is the original lawyer for Jesse Smollett, has been named a co-conspirator. In the fraud cases in LA, so wasn't he also like a CNN? Uh, um, they both are. Avenatti yeah. and Greg Garagos mm-hmm. are both Correspondents. CNN uh, and analy- an- paid CNN analysts, legal analysts, legal there analysts. You go. That's what it is. But yeah, just ridiculous, hilarious, all of it. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And now, um, yesterday or the day before. It came out. I think I think it was actually Tuesday. I think it was yesterday that it came out that what the extortion charge for Nike was. Do you see that? Because after he he posted bail, he came out saying something
3: that they, they did like ten grand into somebody's account or something like that. For what? Uh, he he's come up with something else here. I can
2: pull it up. Go ahead and what you're it's say it's apparently some huge scandal involving Nike and in high school. Uh, sports and college sports and it's supposed to be the biggest one the college sports industry has ever been involved in and he tried to extort money out of them to keep it quiet Mm-hmm.
3: now he tweeted images of four documents he said represented nike's funneling 10 grand into and eight yeah. anton's mother andrea so he's a he was a he was while he was still in high school this kid and I guess DeAndre Ayton. While he was in high school, uh, Nike I guess made cash payments. Uh, he's an NBA player, but it was while he was still in high school. Mm-hmm. It said funneling ten grand uh, his mother's account. Uh, then the images are dated, date stamped June two thousand sixteen, months before Aiton began his senior year of high school at Hillcrest Prep Academy in Arizona
2: does it say why
3: I'm sure I, I, don't, I don't it says these among other documents are
2: no now in the hands of prosecutors because it sounds like Nike is going to be is acting as the middleman for college recruiters to pay these kids what the college recruiters can't which I, would make sense to me <clears throat> And I don't even
3: know if it's technically – I mean, I don't know the law with that. I mean, with Nike, I mean, I think Nike even can as, pay whoever the hell they want. But if yeah. – because if,
2: if, he implicates the college ball or college sports. So that tells me that it's probably a pay-for-play thing because the college sports teams aren't allowed to do stuff like that. Well, because they're considered amateurs. Right. So that's kind of stupid. kind of dumb. But, but – uh, So that is huge. But mm-hmm. it's it's just funny that he tried to extort Nike. He's like, no, Nike just. Like, I mean, we'll take the hit. It's a classic
3: <laughs> case of just a shakedown. I mean, he's trying to extort money from him, and that's that. I mean, whether or not Nike did something illegal, you know, and it may not have been illegal. It just, you know, I don't know. But what he did completely was.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, and it sounds like this Nike deal will probably be a big deal, but and I mean, I really don't care either way. But I just love the. Beautiful karma that all, like, not only did CNN get the worst news in the world this week, but then on top of that, two of their paid analysts are found out to be fucking really, really pieces of shit. And they both happen to represent two of the biggest pieces of shit in the country right now. And it's just exciting. Hmm. I love it. Yeah, they had it cash.
3: Cash hand delivered to avoid discovery by law enforcement and the NCAA. Aha. Uh-huh. See a uh-huh.
2: ha uh-huh.
3: Yeah. Because I know in college, I mean they they can't be paid. Uh, right, right. And they can't I don't they can't have sponsors. Even though that's where Shaq made all his money. Right. It still happens. I mean, they, I mean, it, it does still happen. And NCAA, I mean, they, I mean, they they go back to like their great, great, great aunt to, you know, put money into and however they need to do it because they, to get around it. I mean, they're still getting paid. The reason it's illegal is because then all the, all the bigger schools that have all this money can easily just pay anything they want to these players. And then they stack the deck.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And then none
3: of the smaller schools have a chance.
2: Right. I mean, then it just becomes another professional league or another minor league. Realistically, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's stupid that colleges can't pay. If they want to pay the money, let them pay the money. No. How many? I mean, the big ticket
1: sports at universities are football and basketball. Right. And they make millions. Right. So pay some of that shit to the fucking kids. Oh, but we're giving them an education and Fuck that education. That shit ain't worth that goddamn bullshit. Yeah. But whatever. Well, I think what they need to do, they, they were able to do it. LeBron James right out of high school. Yeah. Now does everybody need to go right out of high school? No. No, you gotta be goddamn good. Yeah. But LeBron James is. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, that, that kind of fixes some of it. Mm hmm. Yeah,
2: no, for sure. But, I don't know. Maybe it'd be good. But, yeah. Just beautiful karma. More karma. The uh, SPLC, or the Southern Poverty Law Center, has kind of had a rough week. They've had former employees come out and say that the entire organization is a scam, It's a con just to get more money. They fake, uh, or they, they create or embolden or set fire to flame or throw gasoline on the flame of a manufactured crisis because when they do that, they make more money. They did it in Ferguson employee, former employees have said, and it made them millions. And not only that but now employees are filing harassment allegations against the co-founder who has now been fired the president also stepped down among all these allegations and and the madness um the conservatives are now going against them and well not they always have but now they have credence to and say that you know, hey, we think that these guys have been intentionally targeting us and doing this bullshit because of our political beliefs, not because of our discrimination tactics or, or lack thereof. And they're going to get some. They're going to they get they're they're holding weight there. That argument's going to hold water now. And it's <clears throat> I caution to say the end of the SPLC. I would love to see that happen, but I doubt it if anything they'll just pretend like they restructured and do the same shit but people will be more weary of it but it's just fun like it's so well, it's, much
1: it's great i mean yeah. they do target and harass people absolutely. unjustly mm-hmm. absolutely they do the opposite of what they intend to do of what their what they say their mission statement is we're I mean, if you say anything, uh, the SPL- SPLC is synonymous with calling people racist
2: that are clearly not racist, You're right? Yeah, and now they're getting called on, and even like there's guys who worked for them for like two years, and it's just like I had to quit because I have morals and I can't do what they're what they do. Like they stand for nothing and just want all the, all it's about is making money mm-hmm. and at, at anybody's expense, and they have such a big name. And such a a name that, that's without question. You know, no one questions the SPLC unless you're a conservative. And because of that, now they have this ability to just slander anybody they want and everybody will just take it for a word. And hopefully, hopefully that takes a good back seat now. Hopefully that. Ends yeah, I'd like a to see bit. them get their
1: nuts chopped off. Yep,
2: just a little bit that's really all I had to say about that. If you guys have got anything you want to jump in, chime in on. But I mean I hate the organization, they're garbage and they've mm-hmm. always been. But mm-hmm. that's all you need to say. When they started in the seventies, maybe they were for a better cause. Or when they started, I should say. Could very well 'cause I'm not sure it's the seventies actually.
1: Could very well be. You know. It just shows you that money corrupts things.
2: Abs everything. Everything. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean I mean if we started making lots of money doing this, we would be corrupt.
2: Absolutely. Everybody everybody is. There's no cure. There's no person who's almighty. If Gandhi was rich, he would not have said the things he would have said. If Gandhi was broken and had his moment, you know, like he did, and then got rich, he would have quit. Or he would have done it and kept making made sure that he stayed rich. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it corrupts everyone. That's why you need checks and balances. That's like honestly, you're talking about us. Like we have each other. Mm-hmm. If we all get corrupt, then we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, is not a crazy thought. It money, everything, man, power, money, those things corrupt people. It's it's our weakness as a species. But I mean, I would hope
1: that the three of us will hold each other accountable, or at least one of us. Will. Yeah. Say something. We'll hold I Tommy agree. accountable. I agree. That's probably what it's going to. I don't have more. I mean, I may. <laughs> no, you or, don't. <laughs> I'm probably not going to. But I, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can afford whatever I want. I've never tried this. I'm going to do that.
3: Coke? <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, maybe. I'm going to tell you all about it. I don't need to know anything about it. Well, well it's made it. from the coke. No, sorry. I've heard it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I've Cocaine. seen movies. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug.
3: Hey, Joe Rogan. Hey, Joe Rogan. I got to tell you something you might not know about me.
2: I smoke rocks. I <laughs> you smoke can't rocks. Use to say it with a
1: straight face. <laughs> I, I um,
2: can't. But yeah, moral of the story the SPLC is a piece of shit organization and I hope they die. Yep. Not the people of the organization. Yep. It's a good thing. Just to clarify. Speaking but, of horrible people. Yes, tell me all about horrible people.
1: I love hearing about horrible people. Especially this So, week. our favorite. Anti-Semite, Sharia compliant Congresswoman Ilhan
2: Omar. Oh, I thought you were talking about Obama. I mean, he's not a Congress anymore. Well, I know that's when I changed he my mind. Graduated, graduated <laughs> to the president. Now he's a dick.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was a dick then, but Mike Pence at APAC Monday. Slammed Ilhan Omar. Um, recently, Mike Pence said, a freshman Democrat in Congress trafficked and repeated anti-Semitic tropes. Alleged congressional support for Israel reflected an allegiance to a foreign country. Said that Israel had, and I quote, hypnotized the world. And she accused Americans who support Israel of being bought off with campaign contributions. Adding, anti-Semitism has no place in Congress. In the Congress of the United States of America. He continued, anyone who slanders those who support this historic alliance between the United States and Israel should never have set have a seat on the Foreign Affairs Committee of the United States House of Representatives. He got a standing ovation with that. <laughs> um, when we were prepping Monday. More had come out, mm-hmm. apparently, Nancy Pelosi, and there were several others
2: that were there that had things House, to say. Um, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, Democrat from Maryland, and Nancy Pelosi, and Netanyahu himself at the APAC conference, I believe. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Alana
1: Il- Mayer was not
2: happy with the things that were said. No, she was not. I have uh, lots of things a that were said. A little tirade on Twitter. Yeah. I have... Oh, I have so much. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, this is what uh, House Majority Leader Hoyer said. What weakens us, instead of engaging in legitimate debate about policies, someone questions the motives of his or her fellow citizens. Uh, So let's have a debate on policy instead of inputting the loyalty of Israel's supporters. I stand with Israel proudly and unapologetically. So when someone accuses American supporters of dual loyalty, I say, accuse me. (laughs) Wow. I love Mm -hmm. it. Then he he goes on further and goes, furthermore, (coughs) when the curtain is pulled back, everyone can see what the BDS movement truly is. A front for delegitimizing the Jewish people's right to self-determination. By the way, there are 62 freshman Democrats. Did you hear me? 62, not three. Hmm. (laughs) Taking aim at all three of them, obviously. Yeah, it wasn't just Hoyer and Netanyahu had things to say. Oh, yeah. Then he said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in recent weeks... No, this is not Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Ladies and gentlemen, in recent weeks, we've heard a lot about the rise of forces who want to pull America and Israel apart. So I can tell you one thing. I guarantee you this. They will fail. They will fail. Those who seek to defame this great organization, APEC, those who seek to undermine American support for Israel, they must be confronted. Despite what they claim, they do not merely criticize the policies of Israel's government. Goddamn, I'm used to that. That happens every five minutes. They do something else. They spew venom that has long been directed at the Jewish people. Again, Jews are cast as, the, as a force of evil. Again, the Jews are charged with disloyalty. Again, the Jews are said to have too much influence, too much power, and too much money. The best way to respond to those who hate Jews is not to bow them. It's to stand up to them. So I have a message to all you anti-Semites out there. The Jewish people do not bow down. We stand up. We fight. And we win. Hell yeah. Right? <laughs> then he continues to end it up with, My friends, ladies, and gentlemen, some people just will never get it. They'll never understand why the vast majority of Americans, Jews and non-Jews alike, support Israel. Take it from this Benjamin. It's not about the Benjamins. The reason people of the of America support Israel is not because they want our money. It's because they share our values. <clears throat> <sighs> So that was beautiful. And then there was Pelosi. In our democratic societies, we should welcome legitimate debate about how best to honor our values and to advance our priorities without questioning loyalty or patriotism. This month, the full house came together to condemn anti-Semitic myth of dual loyalty and all forms of bigotry with a resolution that rejects the perpetuation of anti-Semitic stereotypes in the United States and around the world. Including the per- <clears throat> per- ni- per- <laughs> can't talk. Use your words. Yeah, including the myth of dual loyalty and foreign allegiance, especially in the context of supporting support for the U.S. Israel alliance. I simply declare to be anti-Semitic is to be anti-American. It has no place in our country. Yeah I don't know if I buy her bullshit No she's just full of shit She's like that resolution was garbage It was all Piece of shit I think she truly believes it But I think she's torn because She doesn't know how to be in power She's not good at it And she doesn't Like she wants to please everybody She Can't get away with pissing off The three women Brand new congressmen, Congresswoman So She'll just piss off everybody else So She's just an idiot <clears throat> But then she goes on to say, we must also be vigilant against bigoted and dangerous ideologies masquerading as policy. And that includes the BDS, which was surprising. She said that. Did you know this? It does not recognize. And many of its supporters don't know or explicitly deny. It does not recognize the right of Jewish people to national self-determination. And then Omar's reaction is a condemnation for people that want to exercise their First Amendment rights is beneath any leader. And I hope that we find a better use of language when we're trying to speak as members of Congress that are sworn to protect the Constitution. Shut the fuck up, hoe. Elon Omar shouldn't be talking about the
1: First Amendment. She shouldn't be a citizen in the first place. No. They should deport her. And not because she's a Muslim. Let's no, be it's clear. because she's a radical piece of shit.
2: Yes. And mm-hmm. then there is just—I mean—list after list. David Bernstein with multiple hits against her because she went on a Twitter tirade, mm-hmm. and I think he hit everyone. Then Don Hinkin Hinken- Hick- Highkind, and then Larov
1: Horkov. Yeah, I mean, those people, I'm not saying that don't matter, but I don't know who the hell they are. I don't think our listeners know who the hell they are. Well, this is true. They're all blue checkmark. I'm sure you can find them. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but, I mean, the list of people that just destroyed her, and it's awesome because I don't want to say Pelosi's on our side. I don't think she is, but everybody in Congress – is against this even the Democrats I don't think the Democrats are anti-Semitic I think they were trying to tiptoe around a situation that made them look really bad well Steny Hoyer I believe is Jewish yeah I, I don't mm-hmm. know if he is but he could be
1: I, I think I've seen that he is
2: no that's 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 fine I'm, just uh, saying. I'm
1: sure know. there are other Jewish Democrats well fuck yeah Goddamn,
2: but see uh, in my
1: eyes
3: himself. in my eyes not condemning yeah. her for the things that she has said in the past is just as bad as saying it yourself
2: <laughs> no I agree I agree I 100% agree what I'm saying is. No, I don't. They. <laughs> because, no, they don't believe that. It's, they would never have said that themselves. What they were doing was. No, it was I didn't say they would. That's not what I said. You said. I said not
4: condemning.
3: No I said not condemning. I didn't say it wasn't different. I said not condemning her for those is just as bad as saying it themselves. Okay, yes. All right, yeah.
2: So you're back to agreeing? Or? Yeah, no, okay. I'm, I'm agreeing again. <laughs> but no, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I just... Because the last couple weeks we've been talking about the Democrat Party is so anti-Semitic. And I, I'm, I'm bouncing away from that. I don't think that's the case. I think it's politics. They're trying to play a game. They don't want to lose people. But they don't want to basically oust their biggest young voter voter pulls. Right. You know, these are the people that are pulling their young voters right now. <clears throat> yeah,
3: I just... It's just as bad as, you know, you see these people, like, there's constantly videos online where you show, like, there was one that was big this past week where um, somebody was just downright just kicking the shit, like, literally kicking this old man on a subway. Lady. Oh, lady. There you Mm -hmm. go. Woman. Um, Right in the face. And people are just sitting there recording it with their phone. See, it's the same type of situation. You're just as bad as a person that's doing it. absolutely. Because you're not doing anything to stop it.
1: This is the small town in the Sasquatch, but I mean, that motherfucker would have got suplexed. Yeah.
3: yeah. And people, I mean, and this happens everywhere. It's happened you know, did, in all the schools where you have school fighting, and yeah. everybody just whips out their phones and starts recording instead of yeah. actually doing something about it. And they're just as bad as a person doing
2: it. For sure. For sure. I will say, he did go to jail. He got arrested. Oh, that's yeah. fine. I, I, didn't know if you, yeah. I didn't know if you guys knew that. I, no, I, I, I didn't know. I just saw that. that the other day that no, he actually did, he did get arrested. That's one
3: thing where the videos do come in handy, but, you know, it's Like still the guy who up. punched that. Uh, uh, dude
1: uh, at a yeah at Berkeley, one one you know? uh, somebody film this let's get some evidence mm-hmm. and yeah. I but want, but I other people need to step in
2: of, yeah. of me suplexing this yeah. guy no for sure make sure you get my good side but uh but no and i agree it's just i think it's it's definitely just the politics game it's mm-hmm. it's a shitty horrible thing but we've always known that's what politics is and we're just getting to see first first you know
1: well, well, we can't. We can't generalize that all the Democrats in the House or whatever, but Right. They're I'm not def- saying there's definitely more than just Yeah, I'm not saying they're order. all not. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and,
3: and we and we've said it plenty of times, you know, there's there's definitely a de- you know, there's not all bad Democrats, you know, and there's there's a difference between Democrats and leftists and everything else. We we know the difference, we see that. and It's just like with the right as well. I mean, there's bad people on the right.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You just have to know the difference. And you can't just put a blanket statement on everybody and whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, so. I can. Uh, I have another update. Ooh, another one? But it one? also jumps us right into some Illinois news. That's exciting. I'm excited. So you guys have heard Jesse Smollett. Charges were dropped. Uh, CBS News has learned that lawyers with the Chicago Police Department are trying to determine if they can legally release evidence in an investigation uh, despite a judge sealing the case. Uh, State prosecutors cleared the Empire Star of 16 felony counts filed against him just over two weeks ago for allegedly lying to police and being the target of a hate crime attack. Um, I have a lot more from CBS News, but we have a video for your listening pleasure.
2: Chicago police and the mayor remain outraged after prosecutors abruptly dropped all charges against Jesse Smollett. The Empire actor was charged last month with 16 felony counts after allegedly staging a hate crime attack against himself. But all those charges have been dropped. Smollett maintains that he was a victim and that the charges against
0: him were false. The city's mayor, Rahm Emanuel, called it a whitewash of justice.
2: Chicago's police union wants the Justice Department to step in and investigate. CBS News correspondent Adriana Diaz is following the story.
5: Mr. Smollett is still saying
4: that he is innocent, still running down the Chicago Police Department. How dare him? Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel could barely contain his outrage at the decision to drop charges against actor Jesse Smollett.
5: This sends an unambiguous message that there is no accountability and that is wrong.
4: Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson says his department was blindsided.
5: It's Mr. Smollett who committed this hoax, period. If he
2: wanted to clear his name, The way to do that was in a court of law so that everyone could see the evidence.
4: Smollett's attorney said his record was wiped clean of the 16 felony counts of disorderly conduct, each punishable by up to three years in prison. The actor remained unapologetic while maintaining his innocence.
5: I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one.
4: Prosecutors accused Smollett of lying to police about being attacked in the middle of the night by two white men who shouted racist and homophobic slurs. But it was these two brothers who admitted under oath that Smollett paid them to do it. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. Investigators have said the 36-year-old, who's openly gay, made the report to get publicity in hopes of gaining a larger salary on the TV drama Empire. State prosecutor Joe McGatts is the person who made the decision to drop the charges. He believes Smollett made up the allegations, but says the nonviolent case qualifies for community service and a financial penalty, which he says is common practice. So you believe he's guilty? Yes. So, why drop the charges?
2: Our priority is violent crimes and the drivers of violence. Jesse Smollett is neither one of those.
4: And is community service and $10,000 enough to wipe this clean? I feel that it is. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman calls the latest twist beyond unusual.
0: You would think that you would have restitution here. You would admit guilt. You would do an apology to the entire city of Chicago. None of that happened here.
4: Lawyers for the city of Chicago are now trying to determine if they can legally release evidence in the investigation despite the judge sealing the case. Adriana Diaz, CBS News, Chicago.
3: Yeah, this. This damn prosecutor just to say or priority is just violent criminals. <clears throat> I mean that's setting a precedent right there.
2: Tell that to all the weed dealers you locked over, uh, locked up over the last decade. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it's sickening, and it just shows that you know, with enough money and fame, you can just get away with anything. Yeah, and. It's. It really pisses me off, and if you, if you have Rob Emanuel, pissed off about corruption. That's, that's pretty ridiculous.
1: Yeah, you know it's bad. <laughs> when the mayor of Chicago, the most corrupt city in the country, Rob Emanuel, at that never mm-hmm. let a crisis go to waste Ram Yeah, Yeah, is calling out corruption you know you probably have a pretty bad
2: problem yeah. with corruption yeah i i'm still i'm taking the man cows side on this one i don't think rom is actually pissed off that he got away with it i think when it when the news broke rom was like oh man you guys don't know how to cover shit up like this is not gonna fly. Like you guys are gonna get caught, and he just picked the winning horse. Is what he did. Like had had this been done right, and this was done in a way where he thought they were actually gonna get away with it, he probably would have picked their side. But yeah, I, don't, I think he's smart enough to 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 realize that this is a losing game. You guys are all gonna go to jail. <laughs> uh,
3: I will say that yeah, uh, says the uh, mayor wants to see the city properly compensated for the hundreds of thousands of dollars it cost the cops are estimated to have spent on Smollett's case, Uh, but also good news is that there's a a decent chance that Fox isn't going to bring him back to the show.
1: I mean, good for that, but who the fuck watches that show?
3: I don't know. Apparently enough people.
1: Whatever. So, there are deeper ties here to the Obama administration other than Rahm Emanuel. Mm -hmm. David Axelrod. Obama's... Campaign manager and chief of staff, I believe, mm-hmm. t- went on a f- had a few tweets about this. Really, yeah. Unless some better explanation services, <clears throat> here's the lessons of this weird turn in the Smollett case. You can contrive a hate crime, make it na- make it a national news story, get caught, and. If you are a well-connected celebrity, get off for 10000 then and have your record expunged and all files sealed. He went on to say, he's replying to himself, he was trying to do a thread. Yeah, a, people are doing that, lately. Like they don't
2: understand it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, he had
1: more to say than just that character. those characters. Yeah, you only have so much. Yeah, but I mean,
2: that's what a thread's for.
1: No, sorry folks, the brief statement offered by the prosecutor didn't dispute the basic facts of the original charge. That's why he was compelled to sacrifice his bond. They simply said that in light of his voluntary work in the community, this was a just resolution. Hate crimes are loathsome. Faking them is insidious and shouldn't be excused. Despite Smollett's denials, nothing the prosecutor said in dismissing the case supports that. If the prosecutors have evidence that contradicts the indictment they brought, they should share it today.
2: That's kind of saying something, because isn't it the Obamas who... Or at least Michelle Obama's people who got us where we are now?
1: Yeah, no. This lady, um, the state's attorney, what the hell is her name? Kelly. Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she recused herself because of her relationship with the Obamas and the Smollett's.
2: Right, but it was uh, that Tina Chen is the girl that worked for Obama, who knows Fox. That's the connection. Well, and there's the, more connection to that. There probably
1: is. No, but there those, is more connection. No, I get than that. Than that. What I am saying. No, George Soros dropped, what, 400K? 408K. Into the uh, political pact that helped get this Kelly lady. Kim Fox. Kim Fox. What well, I don't give a shit what her name is. She's a <laughs> dummy. She shouldn't be an attorney. She's a dumbass. Um, elected
2: right, right, but I don't. I mean, well, no,
1: that's that's what he does. How much money did he pour into Obama?
2: No, I get it. I get it. How much money is
1: he poured into Black Lives Matter? How much money is he poured? But that's the only
2: that's the only connection we have between George Soros and her is that he donated to the pack that got her elected. He probably donated to a shitload of packs. People didn't. No, he he did. This
1: I was one of his things. This last election cycle. Mm -hmm. This wasn't the only local state's attorney. I know. Where he's trying to get progressives elected all
2: over the country. I get it. But I'm saying that's not like a direct. Like, she doesn't go home. She doesn't eat dinner with him. This Tina Chen thing, that's a different story. They have their number. They they text each other all the time. Now they have have a list of text messages between them talking about going easy on Smollett. And then they have a, a message like, hey, are you free to talk? I have really good news. And then... There's a phone call, obviously, because then it skips for a while. And then the next thing from uh, Tina Chen is, Oh my God, that was amazing. I can't believe we got this done. And then the next day, the charges got dropped. So, like, there's a lot here. And, like, the feds are probably... Like, I'm sure you were going to say this, but the feds are looking into it now. And all this shit's going to drop out. And <clears throat> but... Preckwinkle's not going to get governor in Illinois, so that, or in Chicago, so that's good. Governor, governor I mean mayor. <laughs> I mean it's the same fucking job. What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. I don't think either
1: one of those women up there are necessarily aligned with things that like we think.
2: I I agree, but I think one's that, obviously less shitty than the other. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You're picking. You're picking the prettiest turd right now. But, yep. But yeah. Speaking so, of pretty turds I know a pretty turd And his name is Matt He's actually not a pretty turd He's like The turd with four kernels of corn And three peanuts Devil horns And a gerbil That you forgot about oh that's, that's that's what his <laughs> that's, what, that's what the Madigan turd looks like I have no remorse for saying that <clears throat> So anyways He is apparently not immune to corruption He's also apparently not immune To getting caught for corruption which seems to be what's about to go down. And I don't know. I'll just read this really quick. Uh, two former political workers for longtime Illinois House Speaker Mike Madigan failed to attend dep- depositions in a lawsuit alleging Madigan backed sham candidates in his 2016 primary election. Some backstory here. He went up for re election in 2016, and he had one opponent, and the opponent happen to be a, a Hispanic male. So. Allegedly, Madigan went out and found two other Hispanic males and paid them to run for his job so that they would split the Hispanic vote. So, what we found here is... That there's people, like, some people have actually um, admitted to some of these things. So, this is from the Madigan political lieutenant, Kevin Quinn. I had asked Cicero politician Charlie Hernandez to see if Joe Barboza would be interested in running as a Democrat. I had simply reached out to Charlie to see if Joe had an interest. I never heard back from Charlie. And the other one was... The two candidates joining Madigan and Gonzalez were Joe Barboza and and Gracelia Rodriguez. But unlike typical political campaigns... Neither Barboza or Rodriguez filed financial reports with the state indicating they raised or spent money. Cuba circulated petitions for the alleged sham candidates, and Gonzalez's lawyer claimed they were paid by campaign funds under Madigan's control. So, these guys were paid by, says the lawyer, by Madigan to run in their stay. <clears throat> so, here we go. Why would you be bringing rodriguez's petition who is an opponent of michael madigan to file the order asking of um decreamer who was madigan's political operative because someone asked me to then they asked who i don't know i don't recall so these people are running circles right now and it looks like it could get all the way up to madigan
1: God, we can only hope. That'd be awesome. I mean, you were describing him as an actual turd. I was. I would describe him as, you know, a case of Budweiser and uh, all the hot sauce from Taco Bell, that, what would happen the next morning. But there's no gerbil in that. You don't know that.
2: <laughs> no, that would be amazing. You're not wrong. So... We'll see what happens, we'll see if he gets out of it. But this is not the first time he has been accused of this. Um hell the governor race. They said there's was, who is was the little shit. McCann? Little, yeah, McCann. They said oh, McCann man. was a plant by him to split vote. Wouldn't surprise oh, me. So we'll see. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's my Madigan news. Well, I have some brighter news. Let me hear everything.
1: We need to have some good news in the state every once mm-hmm. in a while. An Illinois Circuit Court judge ruled that the Foyd card is unconstitutional. Wow. Yeah. In February 2018, a White County, Illinois second judicial circuit court judge, so that's a long ass title. <laughs> <laughs> Ruled Illinois Firearms Owners Identification Card Act unconstitutional. Eight months later, after he, after pleadings and motions to reconsider the initial decision, the judge not only reaffirmed his original decision but supplemented it. Now, IllinoisCarry dot com spokeswoman woman, Valinda Rowe, claims that the Illinois Attorney General will take the case to the Supreme Court of Illinois. Nice. Uh, um, she posted last week that. Well, it was buried because of the Mueller coverage, but Mueller, not Mueller. Um. Yeah, this is huge. And basically, there was a four foot eleven lady who shot somebody with a twenty two rifle in her house, right? But she didn't have a FOID card. Mm hmm. And this judge is like, that violates the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Ba- that's basically all the. Yeah. Th- that's Which my is. breakdown of the. <laughs> All I think, the legal yeah. jargon and whatever um i hope illinois strikes it down yeah well that's what the, the articles here are saying um this comes on the heels of the illinois supreme court una- court's unanimous ruling that Illinois' prohibition on tasers and stun guns is unconstitutional she um whoever wrote this article wrote, as an Illinois resident, I can't begin to describe how big this case might become. Mm -hmm. If the Illinois Supreme Court rules the Foyd Act unconstitutional, expect Illinois Democrats to proclaim proclaim the sky is falling. The reality is, um, given how Foyd Act violations so seldomly get charged by prosecutors, and even when they do charge, they're quickly plea plea bargained away. A decision to strike down the Floyd Act as unconstitutional wouldn't pose a meaningful obstacle for police and prosecutors. But a ruling striking down the Floyd would rock gun control advocates in the land of Lincoln. Hmm. God, I can't imagine.
2: Yeah, that and I honestly hope that the Illinois um, Supreme Court shoots it down and says it's just fine. And then she goes to the federal Supreme court and we get some justice for beyond Illinois and they rule licenses like the FOID are unconstitutional because we're not the only state that's got them. Yeah. And that would be amazing that other states would be safe from it too, but that doesn't happen if Illinois is the only one that says it's unconstitutional. Right. Is that right? Uh, I think it might open the door. For other states to other bring states. up lawsuits, right. possibly. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, that's what it would be. So, yeah, either way, I guess it's a win-win. And that's exactly why they don't prosecute Floyd violations, yeah. because they know if they did and anybody said, hey, this is unconstitutional, they'd win that case. Well, mm-hmm. not only that, but this case,
1: um, what he, kinda, he was saying in his dissent, his, his ruling, because um, it had blocked out a little bit of his ruling on there, I mean, it's impossible for you to be in your house 24-7 with said gun. And with the FOID card, technically, any adult that's in the house has to have a FOID card, too. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Well, and that's what he was ruling against. Is it, it's impossible
2: So, so to where be d- with your firearm at all times. So where does this stop? Because we have the, the Second Amendment, you have the right to keep and bear arms. That's a right. So, why do I need a license to conceal carry? Why do I need a license to open carry? If you get rid of the Foyd card, how far behind are those? Like I, I mean, I don't. Op- I don't like,
3: it, like before it opens a door, possibly. Yeah, because
2: I don't disagree with those things necessarily, but I, I think they're I think they're smart because it makes people take the training to, it for, Yeah, it forces you know, people Forces people to understand the weapon they're carrying around but at the same time is it the same you're, you're constitutional talking about violation? You're talking, are talking. you talking
1: about carry permits or the Floyd card?
2: Carry He okay. moved to carry okay. Yeah, I moved it to carry I'm just expanding I thought it. you saying said that it could lead, I thought you said the Floyd card Oh, yeah, yeah no. It could lead I was to say, because the Floyd card's a
1: pile of shit It doesn't no, require no, no, no. anything It doesn't do anything No, can. just We're saying but that the, it could open the door yeah. to
2: getting rid of yeah, but to carry, yeah, I see that. I you, would.
1: You have to qualify. You yeah. have to take. I would be work.
2: okay with a with a Foyd card if it was less, if there was less to it. it if was they just easier. combine the two, exactly, it was easier to get, and I would even be okay with the Foyd card mandating training before you get a certain type of weapon, just because people need that and they should. Yeah. It's there should be, any, if they're going to do that, they should have some kind of
1: exemption for people who obviously understand well, firearms. Um
2: like me, like, okay, f- veterans and, and police officers, if I want to go get my concealed carry, it's only an, a four-hour class for yeah. me. Yeah. Or an eight. Eight, eight? over yeah. the 16. Yeah, it's an eight-hour class because we obviously have training on firearms. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm saying,
1: like we talked about college on the last episode. You can in some classes, like the lower level ones, you could take a test and if you pass the test, you get the credits for the class. Right. I think they should enact some like an
2: exemption for that.
1: Like you have to take the coursework
2: but you don't have to do the other part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go on the range, you shoot so well, you don't, don't have to worry get about get marked for safety issues that you did. Yeah. Then you're safe with a gun kind of thing. I'm okay with that. Proficiency test. We'll put it that exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I and
1: mean, even the coursework. You know, if you can pass a proficiency test on the on the coursework.
2: And I get it. I get it. We Defense have work. we have the right to keep and bear arms. But the left is not wrong when they say there's some idiots that shouldn't have a gun. There's some idiots that do have guns that shouldn't have guns. It's it's a reality. Well, there's but also there's also have idiots
1: them... that probably shouldn't be breathing either. Yeah, so.
2: I mean, there's idiots that shouldn't drive that have cars. It's just the the, the nature of the beast, you mm-hmm. know. It is what it is. But yep. Like if we didn't have warning labels, we would have far smaller population, a small, far smarter population as well. Well, yeah. Natural selection, bring it back, people. Well. Well, that
1: was the Illinois news. We're gonna—I think we're gonna continue doing it like that. That was kind of good. We did more than one story. If—if if there's enough, mm-hmm. and to usually, have to usually have each is. one of us do some, because I mean, we're from Illinois. It matters to us. If you're not from Illinois, and this doesn't enter, I mean, there's a—you can slide the little bar past it. You can hit the—I've gone straight chaos. Four- Forward, 15 oh, forward. seconds, i couple times. Yeah,
2: I've gone straight chaos on Illinois. I have no faith in it. The whole place is going to burn. I'm just going to watch it happen.
1: Okay, yeah, that's not
2: what I was saying. He's a
1: glasses
3: half full kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, no. Yeah, so, uh... Big heard... news. Big news. Big news. Tell me Big all news. about it. Tell me all about it.
1: ISIS. Extra, extra. Tell us all about it, J-Bow. Yeah. Yeah, she.
3: <laughs> Goodness. Uh, this week uh, marked a significant moment in the war on terror. Uh, the destruction of ISIS, last remaining foothold in Syria, and the decimation of ISIS-proclaimed caliphate. It also marks arguably the greatest political win for Donald Trump's presidency thus far, and a testament to his persistence in ensuring the group's terror network was no longer capable of what it once was. The truth is that when President Trump took office at the height, the height of the ISIS brutal rule rule, excuse me. Uh, ISIS fighters controlled more than 20,000 square miles in Iraq and Syria. Now they barely control a small building. On Wednesday at a speech in Lima, Ohio, President Trump held up maps of the world to see with red markings detailing just how far our force have come in the last years and proclaimed that ISIS would be gone by tonight. If you didn't know any better looking at those maps, you'd think the same thing. The ISIS is done. Now, that is a huge win. But, ISIS is a cancer. I mean, and the problem with uh, that is, you know, it might be in remission now, but it can it can come back. And, and the, the biggest issue with ISIS, in my eyes, was the fact that you didn't have to just go and join ISIS it's just uh, you know you have the ISIS th- sympathizers and everything mm-hmm, else I and mean, there's yeah. pop up people that you know it happens everywhere but the fact that it has been reduced to damn near no strongholds is is a yeah it's great we probably stopped giving them win. weapons
2: yeah that's part of it yeah um, i mean yeah we're the reason
3: that they we're not, not us but america is the reason the obama reason that they, administration yeah. yep
2: it's it's kind of like they created ISIS yeah, we know. It's, well, ISIS was created because of the Al-Qaeda um, vacuum that was created. Yeah, we pulled after, troops.
3: After there was a line. void, and so, they filled it. But we also is, filled their hands with guns
1: Yeah, and I, trained
2: them. I was waiting on this because...
1: No, no, you're going to wait on it. This is a teaser. I mean, this is a teaser. You, what well, you were talking about earlier? No, I'm not.
2: Talking about that, okay, yeah. The, but by the way, that's that's going to be next week. Next week, I, Tommy is going to have I can't explosive right diarrhea. I to, will fucking. I will. I will fucking. Mm, oh, I want to hurt somebody over this. We're
1: shit. we're going to let him
2: calm down and collect his yeah, thoughts. This, we're not talking this, about this. Hits home to that. him. So, but um, this in particular is it, it also is a huge like um, it's just like an emotional jolt that you you don't really think about because like I never fought ISIS mm-hmm. I fought Al Qaeda mm-hmm. you know and uh, it's ISIS was bred from their dismissal it's the same thing it's mm-hmm. just a different name and it's nice to see what good policy can do what good war tactics and and giving the military the ability to fight a war like I was in war when Obama was telling us we had to follow these special nice nice rules and we had to do all these nice nice things and from there guess what happened ISIS just got or the the radical islam in, in general just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and, bigger. and it's amazing. You know, it, it kind of like, I feel like I went over there for nothing a lot of times because, I mean, it's Iraq. We shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. We know this now. We were lied to. Hard pill to swallow, but it is what it is. But it almost takes a little bit of that away. And it's like, we did that. And there's a lot of people that are going to be. Way better off because we persisted and kept at this. Now, the problem now is we can't run away, which is what we've done in the past. And I'll be the first person to say we don't need soldiers fighting other people's wars. But ISIS is our war. They're against us. And... If we leave, we're going to do the same thing we did last time, and we're going to create another vacuum. Yeah, we
3: we can't just go in.
2: It's a hard and, thing, and to then figure out, just you
3: know? we can't just leave them high and dry. There's there's yeah. plenty of you know innocent people, women, children, um, that are just left there in this rubble, and mm-hmm. we can't. It, it leaves that void like it did before. Yeah, and and people it's, can easily just say, "Wow, this place is will be easy to take over."
2: Right. Let's just and, start some shit. That's exactly it, and it, it's a really hard catch twenty-two because mm-hmm. how long do you stay? You, do we do we pull in Afghanistan, stay there for for you know seventeen years and get nothing accomplished, and then make a deal? All right, I'm done. <sighs> but how long? You know, it, it's hard to figure out. You know, you, you try to say you know I'm anti-war. I don't think we should be over there. I don't think we should play somebody else's games. Same reason I'm like on my fucking toes freaking out on whether or not goddamn Bolton is going to send us to Venezuela because every day something new happens down there and it's getting worse and it's getting worse and the situation is getting to a point like they're talking Russians are going down there. There is a country going down there. It was Russia. Yeah, oh, was it Russia? I, yeah. I, I, I said Trump's that. threat. Like, don't do it. Yeah, I said that and then I was like, ooh, was that right? I couldn't really. Yeah, yeah. so Russia's that. going down there and that's just uh, well, fuck. I don't know if they are, but they're talking, talking about, about it. it. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. And I mean, if we go down there, it's going to be the same goddamn mess. But the article that I was reading, the the headline
3: and all that, the couple paragraphs from, was from Fox News by Brett. Bear. <sighs> Why can't people just have easy to say names? You want it to be spelled like Big Bear. Velik. Oh, not Velikovic. Brett <laughs> Velikovic.
1: That's his um, heritage, man. He's Eastern European.
3: No, he he wrote this as is an opinion piece. It even says at the top whatever. But um, he actually says, um, if you didn't know any better looking at those maps, you might think the same thing that ISIS has done. He says, but the battlefield always tells a different story. For someone who spent nearly a decade hunting ISIS leaders, I can tell you that they are far from done. The ISIS caliphate may be destroyed territorially, but if we are not careful, it might get worse. It wasn't too long ago that many of our government officials far from the front lines also believed the Islamic State was finished, but teams like mine, on the ground at the time, knew otherwise. In 2010, we had brought the Islamic State to the brink of extinction. Our Special Operations Task Force was picking off senior leaders left and right, and our team had just finished killing the number one and number two in charge of the entire terrorist network after nearly five years of searching for them in Iraq, forcing what was left of the terrorist network to scramble. Daily terrorist attacks on civilians were at an all-time low, U.S. soldier deaths nearly non-existence, and... Tens of thousands of ISIS fighters were jailed in prison across Iraq. The new leader of ISIS, Abu Bakr, had gone (laughs) underground. He had to. I wasn't going to fucking try it. it. (laughs) He had to. He couldn't move freely anymore. Our team was busy killing everyone around him. Meanwhile, back in Washington, senior officials were briefed by uh, Beltway intelligence agencies with these same visually pleasing maps with red markings and eye-catching charts proclaiming that the Islamic State was done. They toted the success of the coalition efforts and declared victory without listening to the soldiers still there on the ground hunting and fighting to keep the group at bay. And we all know what happened after that. Right. Um we just have to be careful. Like we said, you you know, you just we can't just completely back out and leave the people there to deal with it themselves because the exact same thing is going to happen. These people are still pissed just because oh, they yeah. lost their territory doesn't mean they're they, they, they are just like, oh, okay, you know, America's awesome. And they hate still, us. And
2: they're still recruiting. Yeah. They're still pulling people out of the rubble. They're like, hey, man, the U.S. did this to you. And they're like, I thought mm-hmm. you guys did this. And they're like, shut up, man. It's the U.S. We'll give you some food. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. And they're like, see, we take care of you. Why don't you carry this rifle around? Hey, see, we take care of you. Why don't you just put this bomb vest on? See, mm-hmm. we take care of you. Just blow yourself up. And yeah, I, I, honestly, I feel bad now I didn't realize you were going to say the exact same thing I said
3: <laughs> No, I mean Whatever, just take over the show Piece <laughs> of shit Did that with the Floyd card thing too And the Omar Omar. Oh, that Seems was already
2: predetermined pre- The Omar thing was predetermined I passed the buck to him I know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm just giving you shit No, it's all good um, Yeah that's all I got for that.
2: Well, I have some more. Well, I don't know if it's good news, but it's more ironic or more read it funny than anything. <laughs> yep. Um The southern border is having themselves a quite emergency.
3: No, uh. That's what I the heard. Left said there's I know no uh uh-uh. uh.
2: Oh, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, In January and February You know when Trump Even now I'll say December and January When Trump was trying to get his border wall through mm-hmm. And there was the shutdown And Congress wouldn't work with him There wasn't a single article From the left leaning news media That said anything other than What idiot thinks there's a crisis at the border Then The Everything broke out government got funded again and all of a sudden these articles started talking about an actual crisis that we are having issues at the border then they calmed down again when round two shutdown was a possibility and now we have even some places as crazy as axios are saying things like the number of immigrants arrested or turned away at the southern border has continued to climb to levels not seen for years. The graph here shows that it's almost doubled, no, it is more than doubled, the levels of the last four years. Between two years ago and today, it has almost raised five times the level of illegal immigrants coming across the border. The surge has been driven by an influx of immigrant families and unaccompanied children. This is an issue because in the past, the majority of people coming across the border were adult aged males or females coming alone where now we have children and families. The expedited procedure of getting these people sent back does not apply to families. So these people are stowing up all of the detention space. They released, I believe is 100,000. Um, there were 69,000 migrants arrested in May of 2014. In just March of this year, the first 3 weeks, there's already been 66,000. They're looking at the year that there might be over a million border crossings this year. Which has never happened, or has not happened since, well, in over a decade. And the last time it did happen, they're pretty sure they're going to break those numbers. Because just last month, there was 76,000 border crossings. These people are now being left open into the public because there's nowhere to hold them. New arrivals are not being held. They're just being released because there's nowhere to put them. Axios is explaining how big of a problem this is. The Trump administration is expanding a policy that forces some asylum seekers to stay in Mexico. He's vetoed Congress's attempts to uh, stop his emergency declaration over the border wall. We need the border wall. The human trafficking, the drug cartel running, the drugs, it's ridiculous. Let alone the amount of people that are just coming over here undocumented. We have no, nothing on them. Like they need to come here the correct way. But even if you just forget about them, like forget the illegal immigrants are even coming across the border in February, enough fentanyl came across the border to kill 56 million people. That's the sixth of the country. In 2014 and 15, there was uh, multiple illegal immigrant children who were working in manual labor camps on an egg farm 12-hour days, seven days a week because the Obama administration sent them where they said their family was waiting for them. The cartels run gangs up and down the Texas and Arizona border, working with motorcycle clubs to run drugs, to run weapons, to smuggle people. These are enough reasons. Forget about the people that are just trying to get here to have a better life. Again, the left trying to tear your tear your heartstrings apart, right? Forget about them. The argument's not even about them. The argument's one of these other things that are actually a problem. But what can you do? Mm-hmm. At least people are figuring it out. Yeah. Yep. And the Pentagon gave him a billion dollars this week, so that's fun too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. More to come, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I thought they said they found like twelve or fourteen. They
2: found fourteen, but they have guaranteed one billion of it will go, and I think they're still going through things. Like there more will come, I think. It's just yeah. a matter of time before they f- they figure it out. They want like, they want them to
1: freak out thirteen more times. ever. I mean, I like yeah. how you just find fourteen billion dollars to right. Oh, we found this fourteen billion that we didn't use. Fuck, in I wish I could find fourteen
3: dollars. No shit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs>
1: I found a but. dollar in my pants the other day. That was pretty cool. That is exciting stuff. I bought a soda. Yeah, but. the most exciting, you know, people like us and probably our listeners do is like you forget that you had money in your pocket when you went to the bar and you put your jeans on, you're like, Holy shit, there's forty bucks. Or Dude, when you I throw it on purpose.
3: I throw my car heart on for the first time, like after like all year and it's all like mm-hmm. oh it's
2: getting cold I throw my car and you finally like get twenty and it's the like, yeah, That's like yeah, buddy. I'm, get, I'm getting ready Free to do money. that. I'm getting ready to do that. I throw a twenty in all my coats before before i put them away for winter and then over the i wish courses, i worked for the state and i can just throw away money well, well shut up over the course of the summer i forget all about it and then like, i pull my coats out and go, oh shit there's 20 bucks in there it's called investments dude with zero return
1: <laughs> <laughs> my happiness is the return okay dude you can masturbate and get the
2: same thing why is he gotta be right old <laughs> so are we ready for some uh, logic v3 action we are i'm really happy you picked the one you picked
1: and i it's, didn't watch it all the way through but and it's a video yeah yeah it's a video for once from the comrade
2: because only because he forgot to get an article they, they <laughs> pressured me through it and pressured me to do you it. forgot to get
1: it i'm really glad you picked this because when i was doing mine a couple weeks ago this was one that i was thinking about doing yeah so it's time once again for vice box vaginal secretions. We need Otherwise, a V three no, no. I know. I'll get on it. Vast deference <laughs> for your listening pleasure.
5: Democrats in Congress have introduced a proposal Uh. called the Green New Deal. A plan to tackle climate change by overhauling our transportation systems, upgrading our power grids, and shifting to clean energy like wind and solar. There's a lot of cool stuff in here, but I am not an energy policy expert, so I have questions. How would these ideas work in practice? How quickly could we get them done? Are they enough to avoid the impending heat death of the planet? So to find the answers, I did what every American does when they want to know more about public policy. I tried to watch the news.
0: The so-called Green New Deal. Why do those three words create such anger from Republicans and even some anxiety among Democrats?
2: Even how Speaker Nancy Pelosi had
0: concerns. Republicans aim to make the Green New Deal a key 2020 campaign issue. You Ugh. say Democrats are in a way helping Donald Trump.
5: Green New Deal is going to be a flashpoint. Did
4: Democrats give Republicans a huge 2020 gift? The
5: Republicans see it as a key to victory for them. Is it? God damn it. I have watched hours of segments about the Green New Deal, and none of them actually explained how it might work. Instead, they focused on the politics. Is it going to pass? Does Pelosi like it? What did Trump tweet about it? Everything except, is it a good idea? Are you concerned the perception of the Democratic Party is going to move too far to the left? Turns out there's a name for this type of news coverage. It's called tactical framing, and it's making us all too cynical to solve big problems before it's too late. This Sunday, the Democratic divide. Some progressives are pushing hard for a Green New Deal. But other Democrats worry they're being impractical.
0: Is there a risk the Democrats maybe overplay their hand and rile up the Republican base and you say, look,
5: socialism
0: and, and, you know, some of these unrealistic uh, ideas?
5: Tactical framing sounds like when you crop your problem areas out of a Tinder photo. Or a video. Or a video but it's actually an approach to news coverage that focuses on strategy over substance. So instead of asking, is this new policy proposal a good idea, Tactical Framing asks, is it popular? Can it pass? How will it play in the next election? The discussion is
0: focused on
5: the players and the implications for them and their political careers not the policy or its capacity to solve a problem. Kathleen Hall Jamieson coined the phrase tactical framing, and she argues that this obsession with strategy is making it hard for us to understand big policy ideas. Ask
0: yourself how much of the coverage of the Green New Deal has told you what specifically is in it.
1: Other Republicans said the plan sounded more like communist economic doctrine. You
0: probably have no idea what the Green New Deal is. You probably have some sense that it has to do with
5: climate, climate change, but you probably don't know much beyond that it is hard to argue look at some of the headlines from the green new deal debate is the green new deal if you listen to vox on a regular
2: basis you're right you have no idea what's in the green new deal but if you're conservative you do your own fucking research because you're not a goddamn idiot who listens to the news and believes everything they say that's a problem she's literally just admitting that the left is too stupid to do their own research because they've never even seen what the green new deal is well did say she was a professor didn't it well that's fair i'm just saying that's ridiculous of course like, okay, I've, I've read I've read a decent amount about the Green New Deal. I've, I've read through a lot of the documents that were about the Green New I read that whole goddamn thing that has now been discredited, even though I believe it's still the real deal, about the Green New Deal. I know it's in the fucking Green New Deal. You know why? It's not because I'm a goddamn quote. I'm, I'm not even going to call myself a journalist. It's not because I'm on a pod, podcast and I have a news organization, website, whatever. That has nothing to do with it. I do it because I want to know.
3: I like how that we're two and a half minutes into a video about people not knowing what's in it, and all they've talked about is that nobody knows what's in it, and they
1: haven't explained anything yet. Can I make another point? Yes. Let's be real. This guy is not on Tinder. He's on Grinder. He could be on Tinder. They're not allowed. What? I don't know. Vox people, not gays. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's acceptable. All right. I'm, I'm I done. mean, I'm done. you immediately see a Vox person, you swipe left. Fuck.
5: All right. Smart Politics for Democrats. Green New Deal divides Democrats on climate change. Wait a minute. Seven reasons Democrats won't pass a Green New Deal. We're talking about the fate of the human race here, but the focus is still on the politics.
0: Could the fight over this plan divide the Democratic Party? Well,
5: Republicans succeeded painting
0: it as an unrealistic boondoggle. Notice when you're saying that, you're not asking,
5: well, what is the problem they're trying to address? Is this a viable solution? This framing makes us less informed, but it also makes us more cynical. Jameson and her research partner ran an experiment where they gave people three different types of news stories about a Philadelphia mayoral race. Don't tune out, I will make this quick. The first group got stories that focused on the issues. What problems were the candidates trying to solve and how did they propose to fix those problems? The second group got stories that focused on tactics, how the candidates were trying to win over voters. And the third got a mix, stories that started with a tactical frame and then discussed substance. Their findings were woof. In the second and third groups, the ones who got tactical framing, the news had activated their cynicism. They were more likely than the first group to say that the candidates were promising things they couldn't deliver or that the situation was hopeless anyway. They were also less likely to remember basic information about the policy proposals, even if what they saw included real policy analysis. We find that even with
0: that good information there, the public's less likely to learn it, because the tactical frame creates a lens on it that says, they're not actually going to do it anyway, this is really all about politics. Now trust your political instincts based on your ideology.
5: Jameson and her research partner published a book about their findings called The Spiral of Cynicism. Which is surprisingly not a book about my dating life. In it, they argued that this cynicism lingers even after the tactical framing is gone. A few days after the experiment, the participants were asked to react to an excerpt from a debate between the candidates. But the ones who had been exposed to tactical framing still reacted cynically. And
0: what that said to us was that the stimulus in news was so strong that when you've got no more cues to be cynical, to be tactical, nonetheless you were seeing the race through that lens.
5: Now, maybe your reaction is. So what? Of course watching the news makes you cynical. Congress is too gridlocked to get anything done. Hopelessness is the correct response. But tactical framing makes it harder to break that gridlock by causing us to look at policy through a partisan lens. Most of
0: the time we're not partisans. I know that sounds surprising, but most of the time we're not. But I can
5: activate
0: my sense of my partisanship and the partisanship of an audience by focusing on a frame that
5: makes that more important. A huge amount of the coverage of the Green New Deal has focused on how Republicans might gain an advantage with voters by attacking it in 2020. The Republicans can use this as a weapon. If you look at the political implications, it is easy to See why Republicans see advantage in this. And all of that might be true, <clears throat> but it also begs the question. If the only thing voters know about a bill is that Republicans hate it and Democrats love it, the
0: Republicans painting this as unworkable socialism,
5: loony socialist fever dream. They're more likely to react to that bill along party lines. In an
0: environment in which news covers things through a political lens, Republicans versus Democrats, left versus right, it makes it harder for people who might be
5: trying to find common ground in the middle. That tactical frame ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's Covered through a partisan lens, so we react through a partisan lens, which makes partisanship the only thing that matters. It makes
0: us political
5: analysts, it makes us pundits, but it doesn't make us very good voters. This exact thing happened on Meet the Press a few weekends ago. Trump had tweeted a bullshit claim that the Green New Deal would somehow ban cars, cows, and the military. How would you ban a cow? This would have been a great chance to explain what the Green New Deal actually does. To let voters decide for themselves if upgrading our power grid or modernizing our transportation systems is a good Good idea but chuck todd wanted to talk about 2020 uh david obviously the president's team sees a re-election opening oh yeah i mean it's huge and it's a real big pothole i think for the democrats and then you've got donald trump and the make america great again slogan against the way he brands it make america socialist He'll for the first that, no time that is powerful especially with those white middle-class blue-collar democrats
1: Ugh. They I just going for a second. And then they pull up the articles and they highlight just what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. If you would read it, the rest of the paragraph
2: is a pile of shit. Right. Now, Justin hit the nail on the head. They're not going to address the Green New Deal or explain it at all. They're just talking about this, which, again... Reinforcing my comradism. I totally agree with. They're 100% right. On the way that they... The tactical framing. Both sides use it. Oh, yeah. And it is why we are so divided. It, the, the, he, he's not He's not making shit up. He's no, right on this. but they're doing the exact
3: same thing. By highlighting only a, a few words and not explaining anything else around it. I mean, you're well, literally only getting a portion of the information. They're no better than... No, for sure, for sure. No, I'm not
2: saying they are. So, I'm just saying what they're explaining is I know, I'm just
3: calling them out on
1: it. I think the real question here is we want to talk about the tactical framing is, where's it coming from? What do you mean? Is it? It's coming from the media. Is it? Who do you think it's coming from? The Democrat and the Republican Party. It's called divide and conquer. Uh... No, that's a long-standing.
2: I, I mean, sure, sure. I'm not, I'm sure they're not. I'm upset just about No, it, I think it's a worthy debate we, to have. We're not going to have I a agree. debate today. But no, what I'm saying, is is it, is it it. The,
1: is it the media or is it the is it is it the actual political parties? It's both. I would yeah. I would say but it, who's 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 who's, who's the, more influential? Who's who's the one running the show? Because it's been argued that the media is running the Democratic Party.
2: Okay, but I would say. I don't know if who's in charge or who's running the show would be the correct question. I would say who's the most effective at it. Because if that's the question, it's definitely the media. Who's in charge? That's up for grabs. I don't know.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. But those are the questions that, like, you know, they want to talk about.
2: Right. Nonpartisan people. These are the things we need to be discussing. Right. This is actually really... I'm actually surprised by this. Now, they're definitely throwing as much propaganda in there as possible to be like, the Green New Deal is not crazy. It's a really good idea. Without telling you anything about it. Yeah. But, they're 100% right about this tactical framing thing, which...
3: Yeah, well, that's that's a big question. Now, some of the videos that they do, obviously, are complete bullshit. But, a lot of the times, I mean, the... If they're smart, what they would do is throw shit in them that you're probably going to agree with, yeah, but exactly, then exactly, exactly, flow in all this crap I was next yeah. to it.
2: I was just going to say that because there's been a that's handful a tactic. Of times, yeah, there's a handful of times where I've agreed with them, but I also understand you, why they're saying it. You the agree way with a basic
3: it. premise of this portion of the video, right?
2: But I understand the innards are garbage.
3: Exactly, but. A lot of people lot aren't of doing that. They're yeah. they're just they're eating it up. Yeah.
1: Here's the vehicle. Oh, it's kind of nice. But what's inside? A giant pile of shit. Exactly.
3: And we're not saying we're brilliant people to see through these freaking lines or anything, do but we we're not
1: it.
2: stupid either. Do we want to finish it or do we want to just kill it? Go, I finish it? I didn't finish it. I, didn't finish
1: it. I didn't watch the whole thing when I did it. I just kind of right. saw the thing like, oh, it's this guy. He's usually good for a laugh
5: at a lot of Republicans and moderate Democrats might sucks. actually like what's in this thing. But we'll never know because the batshit segment on TV is telling them this is a debate is about socialism. It was yes we <laughs> can, I really can really but I'm God. wondering it's... if now it's yes we can become a socialist country. And I know that sounds alarmist. So so. I have met the press and I was deeply disappointed. Can't smoke in here. Look, maybe things are hopeless. Maybe we're too angry and divided to stop the planet from overheating. We won't actually know that until people understand what our options are, until we're given a chance to judge solutions on their merit rather than their political popularity.
0: If we set up a coverage structure, that minimizes the likelihood that the public will actually understand enough about the substance to register informed opinion. We minimize the
5: likelihood that it will pass at all. The point of political journalism should be to snap us out of our cynicism, to remind us of the magnitude of
4: the problems we face. Most people who are thinking about their children right now, I'm sorry I'm getting emotional, but this is an emergency in this country. It's an emergency
5: on this planet. And to teach us what our options might be. Is the new Green Deal going
4: to solve the problem? We can't say it's too aspirational, it's the planet.
5: That's a really important conversation. Our planet depends on it, but it's one that gets shut down every time a newsroom decides to focus on tactics. What you're seeing though, I mean, this is the pull of the 2020 democratic primary process. I mean, this is where it's headed. I'm not talking about this right now, Brenda. Hey guys. Hold on did
2: he just say? We're not talking about this right now, Brenda. Brenda
3: has <laughs> a dude he's talking to. Can I? I have one question though. What is the name of that video? What is the title? Fuck, I don't know. I I, I don't remember. Oh, huh. I'm just curious. I can look it up. Because if it was called like "What's in the Green New Deal," they still haven't told us. <laughs> yeah. Um... I see. We looked into it, but I'm just curious what the actual video was called. Raining. Is it really? I can hear it.
1: What are you, deaf and blind? Yes. Yeah, I It's those cold winters in Russia.
2: Iraq's kind of a bitch, dude. It fucks you up.
1: (laughs) I don't think that has anything to do with your eyesight. No,
2: you refuse to go to the eye doctor.
1: (laughs) But if you can blame it on Iraq, then
3: that' more medical.
2: (laughs) If 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 we're being. fair it, the title is why you still don't understand the green new deal okay so i'll give him that
3: pretty fair yeah that's i didn't know fair. what the title was i was curious yeah for sure because if it was what's in the green new deal <laughs> i still didn't say anything oh what a joke One mm-hmm. 100% i think we talked enough about it even before the video was over yeah you have
1: more to say well there was one thing i wanted to bring up mm-hmm. since we did this video sort of brought up the green new deal mitch McConnell. Which I don't agree with a lot of things he does because he's a fuck. Like he is blocked the a vote to get the um, what we're going to talk about next, (laughs) the Mueller report public. He's opposed to that. Um, He did push through a vote on the Green New Deal, (laughs) and no Democrat voted for it. They voted present (laughs) present
2: yeah in their defense that was the plan all along like or not all along but they didn't want it to go to a vote mitch mcconnell pulled that card because he wanted to prove that there wasn't enough support for it so in an an attempt to showboat show up uh McConnell, they all they all agreed to vote present instead of voting yay or nay. All they really did was cover up how many of the Democrats would have voted no. Yeah, exactly. But yeah,
1: it's I, I this part of it I kind of enjoy. He's calling their fucking bluff.
2: Oh yeah, it's great. But, and then they're throwing temper tantrums like he's a horrible person. And it's like for allowing a vote on a thing. You want Oh, well, Cortez was on? like,
1: well, the vote, but before it went to committee and debated. Uh. She's crying. Oh, yeah. And then she was talking about that tirade oh, the what, flooding like, in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. And all that. Like, no, no, no. Part of that was a dam broke. How about
2: the glacier? <laughs> In, that's growing. That's growing in <laughs> Greenland. That's growing. That glacier, a uh, decade and a half ago, actually almost two decades ago, Jesus world, um, was the basis for global warming and why the entire Earth was going to be underwater in no time.
1: That's always ten years. And ten now,
2: years. ten years. Now we're gonna die in ten years, right? And now people on the coast are going to be growing and they're saying this is proof of climate change it's like you guys have got to be shit you think we it blows my mind that the left is stupid some of these people like how do you like the people that think climate change is actually going to end the world in 12 years I ask seriously what the fuck is wrong with you Yeah. And then the people that believed it in 2004 that the world was going to end in 2014. And then when it didn't, still believe that we only have 12 years to live. Yeah. It's always keeps sucking, honey. It's like the Y2K madness. Yeah. But But it has actual implications. I saw the lights flicker that night.
3: No, I didn't. I don't think so.
2: I actually think I missed it. I think I passed out.
3: I was playing Dreamcast. Yeah. That was a while Dreamcast. ago. My yeah, parents I... had a party out in the garage. I stayed inside and played a one of my dad's friends' dream. He, he had a Dreamcast, and it was yeah. like when it first came out. I my dad rubbed it in I too. Played,
2: but. I remember my dad rubbed it in because he like. I woke up in the morning. He's like, "You missed." The year 2000 ball drop. And I was like, oh no. And he was like, yeah, you're never going to see another one of those. You just missed a millennium. And I was like, well, fuck, thanks. <laughs> Prove him wrong, bro. <laughs> i <I'm> a <laughs> millennium. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, make
1: I'll make it to
2: the year 3000.
3: Well, with all the weird Google shit you're
1: into, maybe they'll get something to keep you living.
2: There we go. Here we go. There's... I got yeah. goals now.
1: One more tidbit about... The great New Deal. Okay, Mike Lee from Utah today. Did yes. you guys see this? Yes. yes. I don't yes. have a second of it. I don't have the soundbite for it, but it's he, a visual thing, anyways. It's great. You should check it out. But I'll give you a hard <laughs> tar.
2: You
4: are preempting
2: <laughs> that. That was later, Dick. In a scientific study, four-eyed done dick. a long time ago, very far, far away.
1: He pulled out a painting of Ronald Reagan riding a Velociraptor shooting a machine gun with a Velociraptor
2: holding a tattered American flag. And he
3: had a rocket launcher and RPG on his back. Yes.
1: It's pretty awesome. And he said this painting has as much to do with us getting rid of communism in the West in the twentieth century than the Green New Deal does with
2: climate change, climate change in the 21st.
1: He was being an absurdist, and it was fantastic. Oh, it was
2: so And amazing. then he
1: pulled up a picture of a tartar. Dude, I
3: about pissed myself oh, when so that good. second picture came up. It was so good.
2: Did you guys see the three-minute one or the 13-minute one? I saw. I watched part minute of the 13-minute one. Yeah, there's there's more. Oh,
3: yeah, there's a lot more. I mean, he but, just went on yeah.
2: a those are the best ones obviously but yeah it was pretty good it was pretty good but anywho we need we need main event music we'll have it so that's
1: all I can do right
3: (laughs) this is for all the democrats out there
2: we understand your pain right now and we laugh at it we live through Benghazi we know exactly how you feel
3: We lived through Hillary not going to prison. And now... We lived through Smollett not going to prison.
2: And now you get to live through Trump not going to prison and watching him send Obama and Hillary and all of them to prison. Comey and Brennan. You gotta pick two names, bro. And say them. Tommy and Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too pretty for prison. I'll protect you. Uh, Thanks, honey. You can be my bitch. I'll hold that pocket.
3: Man, i I feel like we need to do an entire episode with this music going. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's we just bringing it down a little bit and
2: just be honest. Just this, whisper it in this, your this ears. This is calm your tits music.
1: Yeah. I want to it a little bit
2: though. Like the ge- the video game nerd in me is, is is just all I can see is like Gears of War. War. War never changes.
1: Did Max Payne have music like this? I
3: don't, I don't know. There's,
1: no. there's a lot of songs
2: out there. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just, I brought it down a little bit. Fucking going DJ style over here. Hey. So,
3: if you guys don't know what our main topic is yet.
1: Well, then you probably haven't been listening much. We keep hitting it. <laughs> yeah. The Mueller Report came out. The Mueller Report. It's the Mueller Report. It's not good for Democrats. Not at all It's bad Anyway, the reason I played this music was because I have a video montage of The, uh, all the crap they've been talking for the last two years I'm excited (laughs) So, here we go Donald Trump's done He's done There's
5: no question about that He's done. Breaking news. A bombshell. Today is a turning point. Today was historically bad for President Trump. Today was a, a turning point. A turning point. We're at a turning point here. The beginning of the end for the Trump presidency.
0: The beginning of the end. And breaking news. We have another bombshell. Mike Pence might have to assume the office of the presidency. The call for impeachment. Rumblings of the word
5: impeachment. Breaking news. Another bombshell out of the White House. I believe this is the beginning of the end. I do too. It's really the beginning of the end the beginning of the end he may be feeling the walls closing in on him all the walls closing in on him the walls closing in on him breaking news a new bombshell one astrologer says this means the beginning of the end for president donald trump the beginning of the end of the trump presidency trump will resign trump is going to resign is
0: this the tipping point i know we've said it over and over.
5: You think this is a tipping point?
0: And over and over. This
5: is a tipping point. And
0: over and over. Breaking news, President Trump off the rails. There's
5: the beginning of the end today. The beginning of the end. It reminds me a lot of the last days of Nixon. Breaking news tonight, new bombshell. This is the beginning, not the end. The beginning of the end. The walls are closing in. The walls closing in. The
0: walls closing in.
5: Breaking overnight bombshell. This is a very
1: dramatic day, and I think it might be near a tipping point. Do you think this is a tipping point? This
0: is unbelievable. This is remarkable. Have you ever seen anything like this
5: his presidency is crippled December 1st, 2017. You can mark it down. This is the day that everything changed. We begin with the bombshell. The beginning of the end. 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 end. In fact, if this were a football game, we're in the third
1: quarter. May even be the beginning of the end.
5: We begin tonight with the bombshell. Donald Trump is in a lot of trouble. Trump is in trouble. The president will resign.
4: Another hour, another bombshell.
1: This is a tipping
5: point. Trump's going
2: down. This president could be impeached. I do not think the president will serve out his term. Resignation. Resignation. I don't think this president is going to serve out his term. Mr. Trump will not serve out his term. He will not serve out his term. No way know-how. Breaking news. Absolute bombshell. I
3: think Donald Trump is in trouble.
2: Donald Trump is not. He's done. And it's over. It's over. The walls closing in. The walls closing in. This is going to be the Achilles
0: heel. Breaking news tonight. I expect Trump to depart. This week will be the watershed week. Trump is in big trouble. Trump's in a lot of trouble. It's a sign of a terrified old man who feels the walls, walls closing in. The walls are increasingly closing in on him. Tonight the walls are closing in. Today changed everything. This is the beginning of the end. Today the biggest t- Point for the
2: Trump administration. What a historic day. The bombshells, uh, they fell.
4: It's entropy and it's crumbling internally. He's underwater. He feels the walls closing in. Could his testimony be a turning point? We may be at a tipping point. It's the beginning
0: of the, the end. The beginning of the end. Another bombshell. Bombshell. Bombshell.
5: Bombshell. 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 This is a bombshell. It is a bombshell. I am beginning to resent the word bombshell. <laughs>
3: Props to whoever made that video. And throughout the whole thing, they had time uh, date stamps of uh, the yeah. month and they did the year it and everything. Chronologically, yeah. That was pretty good. The 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 first like minute and forty five seconds of that video was in two thousand seventeen. Right. It just goes to show how far back they were. The beginning in the end. Beginning of the end. Bombshells. Walls are closing in.
2: Yeah, you're talking like months into
3: the presidency. Oh, it's just fantastic. Well who wants to begin? We lost Matt.
2: He's gone. No, we're good. No. Well, um We've been talking about this for honestly since the podcast started. I'm pretty sure we talked about this on our first podcast. I
3: probably I don't know. I haven't listen to it
2: I would too <laughs> <laughs> no
3: I mean I actually I listened to most of it like when we first started or whatever we had a, a several month break after that so right. I'll check I it mean,
2: out wait were are you doing <laughs>
3: it would have been a lot better if you would have had that yeah. pulled up like right after the video
2: yeah we need <laughs> that old producer we had there's a one time oh fuck yeah. off <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you produce the show, Tommy. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. I just want to give you shit for it. It's way more fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, but I mean. No collusion. No. no collusion. And no, no of justice. No impeachment.
3: No more indictments. Nothing. And four more years. We don't and, know that yet. The other stuff is for sure, though.
2: I mean, we're talking a couple weeks. We're going to get the full report. And I honestly, the Democrats are right now. They're the ones on Twitter and on social media going, "We demand the full report now." And it's like, okay, no one disagrees. The no one disagrees with you. We all want the report. Yeah, the that's problem the problem. Is I Go think oh, the problem is I think it's going to show more criminal wrongdoing on Mueller and his team. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know about that. Mueller and his team. but... Mueller. It is, I just,
1: like. I just reminds me of same Bueller, so. And I think, I, I think people say it both ways.
2: They probably uh, do. I, I don't know. give a fuck. Neither do I. I, I do, like, I think they're going to find, I, okay, they're going to find for sure that the way it was started was illegal. And if they don't, they're going to start that investigation. But I think it's going to come out in the thing. In the report. Mm-hmm. But, and they're going to find out that the possibility that Roger Stone and that last group of indictments were actually indicted after Mueller knew there was no collusion mm-hmm. just to hurt him.
3: Well, and they just keep saying that, you know, it's like, it's not over yet. It, they haven't released the full thing. They haven't exonerated him of everything. It's like, no, it, it really does say that exact thing it's It's done
2: they're redacting names that they can't release and the grand jury stuff and that's all they're doing right now and it'll take a couple weeks and then they'll release sensitive
3: things paul paul joseph watson pjw tweeted a really good tweet he said 40 fbi agents 2800 subpoenas 500 witnesses 500 search warrants 230 communications records 50 phone taps 13 foreign government intel requests no collusion insufficient evidence of obstruction the media lied to you again and again
2: and again and I think that's really the main focus is that all these like Rachel Maddow show went from the number 2 or number 3 spot down to number 7 or 8 in a, in a week people in a week that's a huge drop especially for her she's popular
3: you know you'd you'd think they would have learned uh after after the election i mean we've played the montages you've seen the montages of them saying you know the percents and how he'll never be president and this and that and you know the the, they're so it's way off and i mean and he and he nailed it and it's they're just they're giving you the information they they that you like well they're giving the left the information that the left wants to hear yeah and it's it's bullshit. <clears throat> yep. and I mean,
2: they're not even news anymore. Honestly, like, I think, I, I was, me and Matt were talking about it earlier before you got here because you were late because you're a bitch. I was late. He's <laughs> not late. He wasn't late. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Matt were talking, and for real, like, Trump just gained a shitload of voters. Like, there's a shitload of people in the middle of the road, and I would even beg to say, on the middle side of the left. Well, didn't you just pull
1: the poll, pull poll from the hill?
2: Yeah, there's a Hill poll. I was getting there. But uh, like he gained a shitload of voters here. Mm-hmm. And there's a Hill poll just now, like Matt was saying. They said 24% of the people polled out of a 1,000-person poll said that voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 said they would consider voting for Trump before the Mueller report came out. And, and- 95% of people that voted for Trump said they would definitely vote for him again. So you're talking, that's the popular vote. Yeah. Like what? Like fuck, man! If it, the election happens today, he wins in a landslide.
1: There are other variables, but yeah,
2: for sure. But and most people cited the economy. Yeah. But now and now that the Mueller report's out, how much bigger did that twenty-four percent just get? And how ballsy and brazen do you think the Democrats are going to be in the next year and a half? Do you think know. they're gonna be? Because I don't know. They well, everything they've done, and we just talked about this. Well, I'm just, talking about the investigations and the
1: impeachment and all this other bullshit that they're trying. to Well, make. they just. Said well, I'm to, just saying, how ballsy do you think they're gonna be with the presidential election coming? Because it's not gonna make them look better. Oh, they're gonna.
2: That's what I don't think they. I don't think they see it. Like. They're going to be just as ballsy as they've been. They don't see that what they're doing is dumb. They just announced today that there's like three congressmen or congresspeople. There's a couple of women there who Talib's one of them who are actively opening an investigation to see if Trump has done anything impeachable. They're opening an investigation just to find out if anything he has done could possibly be impeachable they're not gonna stop they're gonna keep on the crazy man they uh, think they think they they're living in this fantasy land that the lefts media has lived in for the last two and a half years and nobody's woken up except for the people who are watching the people the public I think I think Monday was a massive wake-up call yeah and I think it's gonna keep being massive wake-up calls all the way to 2018 oh t- 2018 to 2020. Yeah,
1: I had a friend who's very liberal that was,
2: I think he was more, he wants to see what's in the
1: report because he doesn't necessarily believe Barr's assessment of it, but, you know, the move. People want to see what we spent all this ridiculous amount of fucking money on for nothing.
2: Mm -hmm. See, I disagree with that too. I don't think it was a ridiculous amount. I think it was a perfect amount of money. And I think we should do that for everybody in the government. Everybody should be held to the amount of scrutiny that Donald Trump was in. And this is like, okay, you're you're president, and I think that you should be held to the same amount of scrutiny that Donald Trump just went through over the last two years. Do I think it should be publicized the way it has been? Do I think it should be ran through the dirt in every media station in the the news? No. But I think there should be a third-party investigation into people in the government, basically at all times, Just to keep them fucking clear and, and, and on the up and up Donald Trump, when he got president, I thought to myself, okay, dude, this guy actually gives a shit about the country. I hope he does a good job. Um, I think he's probably a really sleazy businessman who really got a lot of things done and he's good at what he does, but he's a cutthroat and I'm sure he has done some really shady shit to get where he is today. Today. I'm sitting here going this is the squeakiest this is the cleanest motherfucker who's ever been in real estate because if he wasn't they would have found it
1: mm-hmm. well I don't know how what the scope of this investigation was though. It
2: was anything and everything remember like I mean well you know, but was it that's what was being reported I okay they got a, they got Cohen on stuff that happened in the 80s they got stuff uh, Papadopoulos on stuff that happened 10 years ago I mean that's a big fucking scope yeah but I yeah I don't know for sure but I mean I think they would have found it if it was something like that and maybe Trump's just smart enough not to be the guy that pulls those strings yeah but but yeah I mean I yeah yeah I'm done shifting gears <laughs> well we're going to backtrack a little bit
1: i don't understand how they i, I mean, the the report's not out mm. but how in the hell if you're investigating all this did you miss the actual collusion that went on
2: so i don't think they did I think they see it. I think they see the Clinton, the, the, the. I mean, they, I don't, I don't like Bernie Sanders. He's a crazy
1: old bastard, but they fucking, they fucked him. Yep. And he laid down and took it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that shows you the backbone he's got, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying they fucked him. He would have wiped the fucking floor in a fair election, mm-hmm. a fair primary.
2: And he would have been a real, he would have been a real, uh, candidate against Trump. Yeah, Perhaps. Because back then the Bernie the Bernie camp was fucking culty as fuck. Yeah. But but no I but yeah I want to know I mean how, how did they
1: have to see I mean I hope there's something in this implicating hmm. they found something because it's there it's obvious to anybody who has their fucking eyes open. Yeah. That Hillary, there I mean, Russia paid. The Clinton Foundation, Mm -hmm. but it's a ridiculous amount of money for the uranium. No, for sure. It The Steele dossier was paid for by the Hillary
2: camp. Mm It a 100%, I think it deals with the scope, like you were saying before. I think the scope is huge on Trump and his campaign. I'm sure they found some things on Clinton, but that's not the scope of the investigation. Now, Lindsey Graham's about to open that bitch. Yeah. And when that bitch gets opened, I don't think it's going to be very long before they have the evidence they need. And now is when we find out, are we still dealing with the same corrupt Justice Department that got her off last time? Are we still dealing with the same corrupt Justice Department who's been covering shit up like this for the last God knows how long? Well, I think when Trump, if he does get his hands on this
1: report and gets to read it, um, I, don't, I don't think that Rosenstein's going to have a job. No. He was, in, he was in with us. He's he's part of the problem. Hmm,
2: yeah. No, I think this new AG is probably yeah. all right. So, I don't know. He was Bush's AG, right?
1: Well, I didn't say that he's perfect, but I'm just saying he's going to do what Trump wants him to do. And if he doesn't, he'll be gone like the rest of them. Well, that's true. He's
2: not shitting there. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm... I guess, I'm just, I don't know, when it comes to Clinton and that whole camp, I'm just skeptical they're ever going to see fucking prison bars. Yeah. I mean, like, we've we've gotten hopeful in the past. So hopeful. It's just like, man. I don't even
1: care if Clinton goes, Comey needs to
2: go. I don't think any of that's going to happen. Brennan needs to go. I know. I'm with you. I agree. I just don't see it happening. I think it's
1: How many times did Brennan call Trump
2: treasonous? Oh, yeah, no. I think he's going to have a real hard time. Like, honestly... Uh, there there's probably going to be a shitload of defamation lawsuits. Mm-hmm. There's pro- and I mean, yeah. Think about it. Fucking stone can file a defamation oh, lawsuit yeah. against every motherfucker on the news that said there was collusion yep. mm-hmm. because he's involved in the, he, he, that's part of him now. I mean, there you're talking, like, you could cripple CNN and MSNBC with the amount of lawsuits that could come out of this. 500 indictments, right? Wasn't that it? Or no, it was like 2,300 indictments. Yeah. 34 people were indicted. But none of them, were, or not indictments, I mean, uh, subpoenas, is that what i know, know over?
1: Probably something like that.
2: But uh, crazy amounts of people, and they can all sue. I don't know if Trump can sue. Can, he, can the president sue for defamation? I don't know. I don't know I don't well, let's see. Yeah, because I know there's weird rules about that. Mm-hmm. About, like, what he can and cannot do, stuff like that.
1: I mean, maybe he can't do it until his after his second term is done, but... Yeah. Or his third term, you know. Well, no, we're not going there. That's, Good. that's not... No. No, I know. No, I would not support that at all. No president should serve more than two terms. No. Honestly, no senator or
2: congressperson yeah. should serve more than two consecutive terms i uh, i say 12 years for senators and and, and i don't think they should I, I don't i
1: don't think term limits is the answer
2: i think that if
1: you want to be a career politician you better have some perspective so no more than two consecutive terms then you have to take two off and then
2: you can run again go back and be a private sector citizen well, that's what I meant by, I guess, like, tw- I, I I like that better. That's not a horrible idea. But I, I think a senator should have the ability to live through two presidents in one sitting to be able to see, and then they can get out. But I like what you're saying, too. Like, if you did six and then two off and then six, you're still going to get two, you know, or the ability to get six and two off at six.
1: Yeah, I just don't. But... Spend too much fucking time there. I mean, Madigan in Illinois here. Same fucking thing. What,
2: 40 years or some shit? Or, yeah. or or just cut it off and say 15 years. That's it. You can serve 15 years as Congress. Figure out when you want to do them.
1: Yeah, if you don't want to do them all at once, cool. Yep.
2: Well, mm-hmm. you, want, you want to go all all at once? Do it. That's fine. You want to do five right now and do ten if you when you 80? If you get elected. I think if we had actual, if we did
1: legitimate campaign finance reform that and gerrymandering that, yeah that would cut and that would breed more competition i don't think we'd see the people that did get re-elected consecutively
2: yeah they earned it they're yeah doing, they're doing a good job so i have a question yeah. for you you might know the answer to this so cause it kind of deals with radio and maybe you don't know much about the ads world and stuff like that but I've always thought it would be a good idea to instead of having these, these people that are running campaigns and trying to raise money and all this whatnot, you know, why doesn't the government just have a fund for that? And certain things that they do like in an election year. Okay. I want to run an ad. I go to the local TV station My ad is free, 100% write-off. Put it on your taxes. And then you don't, then there's really not a huge worry about limit so many, you know, however many, you you can limit how many they can have a week or whatever.
1: I turned it on so I could play the trunk button. Episode 48. I didn't have it on up until they'll like, push the Trump button. Excuses. Shut your
2: stupid excuses. I'm telling you, he, he like yelled at me before the episode. I you know, did. Right. <laughs> no, but uh, I feel like that would be a good idea. Then it takes out all this whole, like they need to raise all these millions of dollars. Because right now you do need to raise a shitload of money to yeah, have a successful should. campaign. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't have to. Or, or we should make it so they can't. But then how's their voice going to get out?
1: Yeah, it's a tough deal. I mean, yeah. we have. I mean, not everybody's like us and is interested. Yeah,
2: people are busy doing their thing. Like we, we're weird. I think we're weird. No, for sure. Probably. I will say this though, we're we're getting a little off topic, and I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to it. But fucking the Mueller report came out, and there's no goddamn collusion. Can we focus on that a minute? Because I do want to say one, the, the fucking media is not. Like there was so much shit that blew up on Monday, and we've hit a lot of them, and the media's touched none of it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like ignoring, like it never happened. Yeah. But. I but does know. that surprise you? No, it just pisses me off because, it's like whenever the left gets to win, you hear about it for the next three months. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how big it is, but. When the right gets a win, and the right's like, hey, look at that. We've been vindicated. You guys have been calling us crazy conspiracy theorists for the last two and a half years, but look who's the crazy conspiracy theorist now, bitches. Yeah. And it's like, nope. Nope. They already forgot Well, that.
1: but I, it's not... Na- yeah, you're, you're television media. It's yeah, like that. Yeah, no, for sure.
2: Not on the internet. No. Mm-hmm. No, well, you're honestly, right. Honestly,
1: that's where the majority of people live. we talked about that on the last episode yeah Yeah,
2: the majority of your voters Tucker
1: Carlson last week 3.8 or 2.8 million that that that's the that's number Mm -hmm. one yeah on TV Mm -hmm. so people are not getting not that I mean the small swath of the population are getting what they're getting from the television yeah what
2: CNN what Zucker he said we're not we're not investigators. Yeah, yeah. We don't <laughs> investigate our stories. We just report on them. And it's like, wait, wait, what? Nope. No, you, did... no vetting process. So basically, they
1: just read a headline, and then they just go so they, there. Well, CNN gets their talking
2: points for media matters, so. Yeah. yeah. Or anonymous, anonymous sources. They have thousands of anonymous sources. Yeah. They're everywhere. In every corner of everything possible news, they Time have Tommy the actually source. moonlights is one of those. I do, I do. I I told them everything I know about the Mueller report, and they used a lot of my stuff. But that was when I was sure I was a comrade. (laughs) I'm just not sure anymore. I've lived this life for the last two and a half years thinking... I was doing the right thing for the motherland. I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. Okay, I'm done.
1: So dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. Such a bitch. Turn into a girl? No, fuck off. But. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. There were some clips. Tucker was absolute. Is uh, he's been? I don't have the clips, but he has been going after Brian Stelter, Humpty Dumpty, mm-hmm. so
2: <laughs> hard the last couple weeks. I right. love those black Brian Stelter moves, videos. Oh, Mark Dice, yeah, Mark Dice, yeah. They're like, it has a high voice. Hey. It fits so well. It's, oh, yeah. I, I, I like. I can believe that's his real voice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> dude. Tucker Carlson sent. Um. Brian Stelter, a box of jelly donuts. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> tell me there's video of this. I don't know, but yeah, trolling him. That's amazing.
1: He just ch- He's been castigating them so hard. It's <laughs> beautiful. I mean,
2: fuck man, like. Well, Brian Stelter, Millie
1: Weaver was at Millie Weaver and the really frizzy haired chick from Kent State. They hired her. Infowars did. Mm. The gun girl. Yeah. Yeah. They went to a talk. They Brian Stelter was the keynote speaker about journalistic
2: integrity. Oh my god.
1: Journalistic
2: no. integrity. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm putting my mads phones up up, walking away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, so yeah, there's no collusion. It's a celebration, bitches. Hell
2: yeah. And no obstruction. Like, let's not forget that. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a big one. And I mean, yes, Mueller didn't decide that. Barr did, but Mueller gave Barr the authorization to decide that. So. Well, that's the thing, because, like, the, you know, the technical Which thing, kind just, of a What just, a bitch move. Exactly. Right? I was just going to say that. What kind of a punt the ball bitch move is that? Like, you were. You just spent $25 million on this investigation, and you don't have the balls to fucking make the call. You know what fucking happened, you piece of shit. All right. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it's true. Just what we're going to say. I don't know. Oh. Lost it. Yeah, it's Tommy's it's show. It's floating away. It's floating away. I was going to play the music for you. That's all right. That's Tommy's
2: music. <laughs> you can have it, bro.
1: Tommy I'm is. Kidding. Do we have to give him a new nickname now? Hell no. Yeah, he's still a comrade I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't know. We can leave it up to our listeners. Is it going to be Comrade Tommy or Emo Tommy? Emo Tommy. Hot, to- hot Topic Tommy. I don't know if I like it. hot One Tommy. Those.
2: <laughs> no, not no. no. Hot topic, topic. I mean, hot Tommy works. I'm fat as fuck. Yeah, I'm like uh, sweating. <laughs> am I? Just a little bit. It's hot up here. I'm wearing sweatpants, man. That was a I'm wearing thermals. It's not that bad up here. You're half my
1: size, small man. I am every bit your fucking size, and I'm comfortable.
2: And wearing thermals. Well, I mean, I do work in a. I work in a freezer, so. what the fuck was that I don't know he <laughs> did you just have a stroke seizure <laughs> thing over there
3: I'm not sure what that was but alright yeah. man
1: I don't want to do it this week oh I'll say the very end piece you guys promote the website well, come on well, how do you sir, do that
2: how do you, I mean I'm not ready for that I don't know what you say <laughs> alright
3: everybody you know what it is orphans of the American dream dot com check us out on there check out our shirts uh, go to Twitter at AOE. <laughs> You're OAD underscore studios um, or find us on Facebook. We're really active on there again at Orphans American Dream. Just search it.
2: And orders yeah. at Dream dot com. Yep, and uh, buy a shirt. Nope, that's mine. Oh, okay, that's your. Okay, okay. I thought I didn't know what end you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Justin's end. No, I'm not yeah. doing that. No, that's fine. I did that. When I just, he was producing. Can I just say before you do the whole shirt hat thing, um, that sounded a lot like that old producer we had. I really like. <laughs> <laughs> he may make an appearance sometime. We'll yeah. see. I'll talk to him. We're gonna
1: retire. <laughs> it's gonna be the the emo and J Bone show. I'm just going to do my own thing. Anyway, Orphansoftheamericandream.com. Go there. Buy a shirt. Buy a hat. Peace, bitches. No collusion. Fuck Tommy.
4: Bye-bye.